Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Yeah. Yes, uh, talking about celebrities, but now we're going to switch gears to your health. A really surprising fact that Bradley found out. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I was reading through this. It took me a while to figure out exactly what this was saying, but the headline caught my attention, which is if you live on the wrong side of a time zone, it's dangerous for your health. And I thought, huh? the wrong, what is the wrong side of What's a time zone? Side? Well, I think I figured it out, and I think we're okay here in the Twin Cities, but <laughs> okay. we're going to have to look at some maps and things. Um, first of all, this came from uh, research that was done in the Washington Post, and literally the title is How Living on the Wrong Side of a Time Zone Can Be Hazardous. So this scientist by the name of Matthew Walker, he's a sleep scientist, and he talks about like how humans and sleep are very unique and like we're one of the only creatures, if not the only creatures, who avoid sleep. Oh, like any other creature, like they get tired, they go to sleep, right? Like, yeah, oh, it's sleep time now. We're the ones that are like, we don't have to go to sleep. Why do we have to go to sleep? <laughs> and then we wake up in the morning. We're like, God, I'm so tired. Why am I so tired? Because you didn't go to sleep. So we've forgotten that about our animal nature. However, in addition to just the weirdness of humans and sleep, one of the things they were looking at is how time zones affect how we sleep. Because and I didn't think about this. Think about a time zone, right? So like. There is like a specific line down the country where the central time zone begins. Mm -hmm. And then there's also another line where it ends. I guess it depends on where you start, where it ends. But there are like finite borders Mm -hmm. to a time zone. Wouldn't it be great if your job was on the other side and it always, you're like, oh, I don't have to get there until. Right? Technically nine for me, but it's. Eight for that. I feel like you'd lose out in the end somehow, though. But anyway, yeah. you're right. Okay, so back to the time zone itself. If you think about it, because it's like a wide block, the people on the east side achieve sunset at a time different than the people on the west side. Okay. Right? Because sunset changes depending on where you live in mm-hmm. time and space, right? So, like, if you're further east, it's going to set earlier. If it's further west, it's going to suns- It's going to set later. Mm-hmm. But if you're within the same time zone, it's still setting at the same time. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Or I know at where, least I think the, I know clock, going. the clock is the same. So, therefore, the people on the east side of a time zone, when the sun sets earlier, tend to go to bed earlier. So, they tend to get more sleep. The people on the western side of a time zone 
tend to go to bed later. Yeah. Therefore, as opposed to, again, you know, the time is the same, right? Yeah. East and West, same time. But for them, the sun sets at a different time. Mm. And when you have a later sunset, that means you're going to bed later, which means you're getting less sleep. Because when you think about wake-up time, you're not waking up based on the sun. You're waking up at some arbitrary I see. time because you have to go to work, you have to go to yes, school. You, yes. like that's, that schedule, that time doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So 8 o'clock start time for work on the east part of the time zone or the west part of the time zone, still 8 o'clock. So people on the west side tend to get less sleep and therefore are much uh, more sleep deprived. So people in California get less sleep than people in Boston? No. Okay. It has to be the direct time zone. So for example, in the central time zone, so if you look at a map, uh, let's pull up, let's see, central time zone map. We are roughly in the middle here in the Twin Cities Mm -hmm. of the central time zone. But the central time zone is going to begin like, let's just pick an arbitrary eastern point, Illinois. Mm -hmm. But if you go all the way to the west side of the central time zone, you're going to be in like Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, like way over in Texas. Right, where it's going to... The sun is going to set later Mm. way over in Texas than it sets in Illinois or Indiana or Tennessee or Alabama. Gotcha. Right? Yes. And so if you tend to go to sleep when the sun sets, that means the people on the east side are going to get more time. I see. To sleep. Yes. And they were able to do science, beep, boop, 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 beep, and show that people on the western side of time zones tend to suffer from more obesity, more chronic sleep problems, and a lot of the issues uh, and ailments associated with the lack of sleep. Okay. So it has a it has a direct impact on people's ability to maintain good health. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, when you have to force yourself to go to sleep and it's still light outside, that sucks. But if you want to get proper sleep, you have to in the summer, it's more difficult for me to go to sleep. Yeah. For sure. Because it's like nine thirty and it's still light outside, you know? Yeah. So we're just talking about one time zone and looking the east and west side. Well, of any one time, time zone. zone. So every time yeah. zone, right, is going to have an right, east right. side and a west side. People who live That's, on the east side yeah. of the time zone are going to get, on average, they tend to get more sleep. Okay. All right. Well, oh gosh. I mean, couldn't you just, uh, never mind. I was going to say something ridiculous. What? Couldn't you just what? Just tell your <laughs> boss, I need to come in an hour later because well, we're on the west side of the time zone. Well, what I would say is like you would just have to be really extra careful about making sure you get to sleep at a reasonable hour. It didn't even occur to me when I was looking through all because I was trying to understand how does this all work? And I was like, I guess it didn't even occur to me that the sun sets at different time. I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense. Right. But just off the top of my head, the sun setting at different points based on whether you're east or west of that time zone mm-hmm. and how like if you just always tend to go to sleep when it gets dark out well it's always going to set later mm-hmm. you know the further west you go did that never even occurred to me that there would be so much difference within one time zone it makes sense right when you're thinking of like going all the way to the west coast because of course it's hours and hours different right so well that is Terribly fascinating, but also slightly disturbing and also a great reminder and one that um, we were just talking about uh, at the gym earlier this week. Can we already get over with daylight savings time? 
because everybody and their uncle has allegedly supposedly passed legislation to make sure this goes away once and for all. Yeah, where and are we yet, on that? And yet, it's not going to happen this year because I think one part of, I don't know if it's the House or the Senate, has not passed whatever legislation they need to pass at the federal level. But the minute they do, we've already passed a law here in Minnesota that will get rid of daylight savings time or keep us all on daylight savings time. I can never remember which is which, but it would stop that change every I year. I think that's a great it's idea. making daylight savings time permanent is the change. Yeah. Yep. So we would stay daylight savings. Where are we right now? It happens later. This It's like in November. We are in the middle of daylight savings time. It ends on November 5th. Okay, so... That means so where we're at right now is where it would we stay. would stay correct. So if we're that legislation was done, we would not fall back, which means that we would stay, like right now it's what two eleven mm-hmm. that we would stay at two eleven, not Let's forever, but you it. know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah. yes. we're not falling back. Gosh, I wish that would happen this year. Where are we on that? Maybe we can get Amy Klobuchar on the horn. Yeah, I feel go, like hey, she's Amy. done everything she needs to do. It's the yeah. you know. It's everybody else. Minnesota and a bunch of other states are like, come on. Let's get this going. Because it's just literally, and I know this isn't quite the same issue, but when it comes to how this affects our economy through the sleep problems that it creates, there has to be a huge economic impact on, on us from daylight savings time. So it's like, hurry up and change it and we can get rid of that. Yeah, let's just right. move on. All right. When we come back from uh, time and sleep issues to, oh, look, Black China selling off all her stuff. Why? Well, Dawn's going to tell us it all uh, boils down to a custody battle she's in with Tyga, of all people. And Dawn will have the latest when we come back right here on my. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We have to talk about Black China. Black China, who um, is, you probably know if you were into the Kardashians, uh, she is Rob Kardashian's ex-wife. They had a show together. Rob and China. Uh, yes, on um, on the same... E. E, yes, the network they used to be on. And then it got canceled, and she got really mad because she said the Kardashians tried to sue them, saying that they cut off her um, ability to have yeah, an income. Yeah, she sued them. Yes, yes, she did not win. Yeah. But... She's turned her life around. She has been taking out her filler. She has been taking out her implants and has decided to, you know, remake her life and herself as an individual. And we're like, oh, I'm glad that you've gone through that journey. And now you want to be this person uh, that seemed to be more healthy for your kid and you. So um, she's going through some problems right now. She's selling her personal items she says that has supplemented supplemented her plummeting business sales. Uh, one hundred and seventy eight thousand this year. She's gotten from just selling purses, shoes, clothes, and that's all great and everything. But she's eventually going to run out of clothes, purses, and shoes to sell. So she is fighting Tyga in court and uh, physical custody of their son King. They have a son together and. Legal bills are piling up. She's not going to be able to keep fighting for her kid without some money from her ex. And so she says in court documents that he's been interfering with the time that she has with her son, which is only 24 hours a week. 
So he Yeah, it sounds like he's basically taking, you know, like sort of the primary role as parent right now and also financially he's been taking care of um that role as well and she's it seems to me that she's fighting to sort of establish her, you know, role in the child's life to make sure that, you know, she gets to have time with him and that she gets to, you know, interact and have a relationship. Right. And I from what I remember that there was a time in her life whenever she didn't have as much custody over him because of her lifestyle and things that he claimed and what she was doing with her life. So now she's on track and she says that she wants to see her son more. And then also saying that Tyga refuses to directly communicate with her, share his contact information or give her an address for where her son lives. She claims he's also holding back important information about the kid's health, safety, and welfare, such as the location of the kid's school and his prescriptions. What? (laughs) Yeah, so again, it seems like she's really trying to say, look, I want to have a relationship with my kid. He's blocking this and preventing it from happening. And also, he needs to pay for my legal bills and to cover all these court costs. And she's trying to get more money. Yeah. Because she's obviously struggling. I mean, right. the whole thing is that she's like having to sell stuff on the side, purses, belongings, and like she's concerned that that stuff's going to run out at some point. Mm-hmm. And so she hasn't, you know, obviously doesn't have the OnlyFans thing going on anymore. Right. So she's, you know, got to come up with a way to pay the bills. And it sounds like it's getting increasingly harder to do that. Right. Now, sources says that Angela. Black China knows where Tyga lives and he's been paying for their son King's private school tuition, medical bills and most everyday living expenses. And that King has his own line of communication with her that she is easily accessible access to. So they crying foul on this saying, listen, she does know where he lives. This isn't true. Um, so now she's trying to seeking court orders to get consistent and regular schedule. It sounds a lot like what Grimes is going through with Elon Musk, to be honest with you. We talked about that last hour. Uh, Tyga can't obstruct. Uh, she wants a regular schedule with King that Tyga can't obstruct and wants Tyga to pay 125000 to cover her legal and accounting mm-hmm. fees, which that's where I'm like, OK, I understand if you want it for legal the legal fees, but if you're wanting your son back and then in the same sentence, you're talking about how you can't afford to live anymore because you changed your lifestyle. You don't want to come off as somebody who it's like you're selling all these belongings. I, and it's just to live. Don't try to get your son more so that you can have more money. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. From Tyga so that you can live. <laughs> you need yeah, to find I don't know. Job. Is she asking for alimony? Uh, she is not, but she's asking for a more permanent structure. So maybe more time with him and is that is the yeah my, it sounds well because it sounds like he's you know got primary custody and yeah. she's fighting to get some of that back she can't obviously afford to pay the same you know bills that he's paying right but i imagine she wants to make sure that she's not losing out on time with her son because you know if you don't have the money at least you should have the time yeah and if he has the money well then he can pay for it right Yes, I just uh, there are two separate stories going on here, and I hope her motive isn't just to be able to, you know, to get her son more, so he, she gets more money from Tyga, so that oh, you she think, doesn't. Like she's going to spend the money she gets from him. Well, it's unfortunate that these two stories are together on TMZ because it implies that so she's having to sell off all of her stuff, and the money's going to run out. And now she wants more time with her son so that Tyga can pay her more. It's like those two things shouldn't be in the same story. Well, I would also take it as um, just remember, this is TMZ Mm -hmm. and sources familiar with the situation. Tell TMZ, oh, look, that Angela knows where Tyga lives and has been Mm -hmm. paying blah, blah, blah. That says to me that's either Kris Jenner LLC or, you know, somebody on Team Tyga, which I would not be surprised who's trying to say, to push back on the things she's arguing. So I don't know what's true, but I'd always be somewhat skeptical of TMZ. Right. And and I also know that, and, and I, look, I don't know Black China's, um, where she's at in life, but she's always been the underdog, especially mm. when going up against, you know, the totally. Kardashians. And so part of me, you know, always wants to sort of, cut her a little bit of slack in tabloid coverage because i feel like the tabloids are always going to try to make her look as shady and shifty and out for money as you know they possibly can because i think she got that reputation in that series and mostly in the fallout after she left rob and they broke up because the kardashians worked real hard oh absolutely to make her seem like she was just out for money which she might have been. I don't know. I mean, you know, again, who knows? And it sounds like she's done a lot to change her life. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. And so it was, it's just, it's bad that it's in the same article, but the the motive is from TMZ. And honestly, if they are so tied to the Kardashians, Tyga has a child with Kylie. And so... You know, that motive right there. I mean, it all goes back to the Kardashians, really, and TMZ sources. So it's like they're double involved here. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, yeah, you've for got sure. Rob, and then you have Tyga, who has a child with Kylie. So their interest in all of this, there's two kids involved. So they would be like in TMZ's ear, I think, Chris oh, Jenner, for sure. saying, yeah. Hey, can you spin it this way? Because this doesn't serve yeah. us well. Or that TMZ contact them and they're like, What's this whole story about, you know? Black China and Tyga, and they're like, well, Angela knows exactly where Tyga is at all times, but that doesn't mean Tyga's playing by the rules. Mm-hmm. And if he feels like she's trying to take him for money. Which the blind items say he doesn't have a lot. Yeah. That he likes to flex a lot and he just doesn't well, have the money. And usually well, she's going to come up short. Yeah. That's she for is. sure.
Dawn, um, thank you very much for that update with Black China. I'm glad to know. I did when I saw the story about her selling off all her purses, clothes, and shoes. I was like, ooh, where is this online? This <laughs> was know. just rumored in the documents, or I shouldn't say rumored, stated, but it's not yeah. like there's an auction online like the Kardashians will sometimes do. Which is a bummer, because I think she could probably make some money off that. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, When we come back, have you guys heard the story of Charlotte Cena, that young girl who went missing in New York for less than 48 hours? Thank God she was found. And I want to talk about that story because it is utterly fascinating how they were able to find her safe. And uh, more on that when we return right here on Monday. Entertainment. If you have some challenges losing weight, I think a lot of people do. It might be uh, your maybe you have a couple of jobs and your lifestyle. It's just it's too hard to figure out a way to eat healthy. Maybe you need some help. Well, Livia Weight Control Centers is here for you. And they were just named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. And I believe this because I did the program. And I lost about 30 pounds six years ago and you're still I'm still down the weight and they're just they do a great job assessing your situation. Everybody has a different life and they look at your life. They see what time you go to bed, what time you wake up and uh, what you're eating during the day. And they figure out where can we tweak some things? There isn't any counting calories and you don't feel like you're starving. That's the great thing about Livia. They want you to succeed. So they want to offer you three months free. If you mention me, so call today. That's not going to last forever. 855-GO-LIVIA for three months free or Livia.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thanks for joining us. I want to correct something I just said. Kylie Jenner, both of her kids are with Travis Scott. She doesn't have a kid with Tyga, but she did date him yeah. uh, about nine years ago. And then, you know. She was a little Which young. that brings in the Kardashians, yeah. that brings in Kris Jenner. So, yeah. you know, when you're in that world, you know, when you play in the world of the Kardashians, once <laughs> yes. you're in the family, always in the family. Yes. Uh, he even gifted her a Ferrari for her birthday when she turned 18. Wow. I wonder if he wants that back because she can buy 8,000 Ferraris <laughs> on her own now. Okay. Let's talk about a serious story that actually something miraculous has happened. Yeah, I'm so excited when I saw this story. I was like, oof, because these are dark. You, you see these stories and, you know, because we know the world is a terrible place and horrible things happen all the time. And a lot of times I just don't like to go to those stories. I'm like, I don't want to know about these horrible things that happen in the world. However, this one had a happy ending and that's the sh- story or I should say happy ending maybe makes it sound too trite, but a very, very happy result for the family and the young girl involved. Charlotte Cena, uh, the nine-year-old who went missing over the weekend in New York, was found on Monday night. So last night she was safely recovered after police spotted something that led to her discovery. And I just wanted to talk about how I was just blown away at how science, like science is just amazing. I mean, we were talking about some research about sleep earlier and, um, you know, science can brain do some implants. Mag- <laughs> brain implants. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are things that just fascinate me about science. And it was the simple act of a fingerprint that was left on a ransom note that turned up in the middle of the night that led officials to the alleged kidnapper. And that's all according to New York governor, Kathy Hochul, and she said this in a uh, press conference um, just yesterday. So 
We have lots to be grateful for. Dawn, did you follow this story at all? Or did- I did, uh, yes, because it's, you know, every parent's worst nightmare. You know, you're just having a family vacation, and your daughter's just out riding her bike, and she is taken it's it's just horrific. Yeah, she was ri- she went missing uh, over the weekend while riding her bike in Moreau Lake State Park, and like I said, she thank God was found alive on Monday night, according to New York State Police. Now, at this press conference, which was late yesterday, the governor revealed that investigators were led to that location after, as I said, they found a fingerprint on a ransom note, which I thought. It's, you know, like you forget that because it just seems like fingerprints are so ubiquitous. Like what? Well, just because you find a fingerprint doesn't mean you're going to find a suspect, right? Like fingerprint. Great. Not that if they're not in the system, though. But if you're not, if there's no record of that fingerprint and who it's attached to, because we don't just fingerprint everybody in the world, although I'm sure privacy expert would say that's a bad idea. (laughs) Part of me is like, well, that makes things a little easier. I'm not doing anything. I'm fine Uh, with it. But... But what happened was they found this ransom note in a mailbox, found the fingerprint, ran it against the system, and in the middle of the night, or uh, not in the middle of the night, but really quickly, they got a hit on that fingerprint, and the fingerprint went all the way back to a DUI from 1999 in the city of Saratoga, New York. Wow. And that fingerprint, fingerprint, that fingerprint match led investigators to a home or... Well, I guess it's a home occupied by the suspect's mother. They were then able to find the suspect last night in a camper parked behind the building. And in that camper, and after some resistance, the suspect was taken into custody, custody, and they found Charlotte inside of a cabinet that had been covered, and she was rescued. Now, here's the good news. Quote, she is in good hands. She appeared to be outwardly physically unharmed at the time. That's according to the New York governor, saying that she'd been transported to the hospital and that her family didn't wish to release any further information at this point. But they did identify the suspect, and charges are fully expected to be brought shortly. So while it's still, I'm sure, a life-changing, traumatic event for the young girl, and she will have a hard road ahead of her, as will her family and those around her, at um, the same time, she is reunited with her family and that healing process is able to begin. Yes, and I hope to God that people respect that whatever happened to this poor girl during the time that she was abducted until the time she was found is none of our business. Oh, sure. It's none of our business and to know is an invasion of her healing process and privacy. You know, it isn't going to help in any way for us to know those things. And no, people, you know, people forget that these are real people, especially yes. people who are still alive and with us and dealing with the trauma. So you're absolutely right. We don't need yeah, we don't to know need. the details. We're just happy that she's been returned. That's just, it's a miracle. It is a and miracle. And what a huge, huge... Win for law enforcement in being able to find, you know, this piece of evidence, connect the dots. And I bet, you know, there, I just, I bet there is a lot of gratitude happening right now for the people that came together to find that young girl. Absolutely. So quickly. Right. And I'm sure that 
her mother didn't sleep in those 48 hours. Oh, God, I mean, no. I, how could you? I just, I just don't even know um, how I would be able to go on. <laughs> you know, just it's just horrific when you think about it. So, you know, the... The interest in true crime, it's like a double-edged sword because there there are so many podcasts and TV shows. And when shows like that began, like America's Most Wanted and Unsolved Mysteries, the intent was to help solve the crime. Mm -hmm. And now we've gotten into maybe a murky area where, you know, it's entertaining, which can feel empty at times. There's a little bit of guilt that I feel sometimes Mm. if we're talking about a case that that hasn't been solved or even one that has been solved and you're just listening to the story. There's sometimes I'm like, is it okay for me to listen to this? And, you know, it's really for entertainment when it comes down to it, you know. But in this case, I think that people knowing and being aware, I think that they had a hand it looks like in helping the police people on Twitter. So that is a good thing. So the interest in true crime helped in this situation. Yeah, I don't, I I think, you know, it's like anything there. People will be fascinated by all of our human stories. And some of those human stories are tragic. And when it comes to crime, as long as your entertainment doesn't get in the way of your humanity, I would think that there it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, I get what you're saying in the sense that you feel like you maybe are privy to information you shouldn't be or that perhaps you are being entertained by someone else's trauma. But I will say, like, if it's informing, if it's um, if it's, I don't know, done with respect, then I uh, like I don't particularly find it to be problematic i think when you sensationalize when you take away the humanity Mm. when you change the story when you lie Mm. to to serve the story versus the events that actually happened like that's where you're going to run into problems yeah yeah uh some of the podcasts out there you know i think that's what i'm talking about um and it's always in the good of the people in the story that are doing good but yeah, it's just it's a real murky area for me sometimes. Um, and it was it came to mind because I was listening to this podcast and then there was a local story that became national news. And that is when I went, oh, my gosh, like that when that's when it became apparent to me, like I really started to examine, you know, my feelings around it because it was like that family is here. That family is here and they're right down the street or, you know, getting to know a family that's been going through something, you know, um, and then it was featured on a national podcast. That's when I was like, oh, wait, what am I doing? You know, Mm. you just have to choose, you know, what you do and what you don't. I will say this story has fascinated a lot of people. I mean, this particular story with a, a lot of the detail that I shared came from people. And that's where I first learned about it, because, of course. You know, this is a story that you wouldn't, it's not uncommon to see on People Magazine. They do these human interest stories. And yes. luckily this one had a very, I mean, if you wanted to be dark, if you wanted to be disrespectful, if you wanted to be um, less mindful of the people involved in a story, I'd say go to the Daily Mail because they will tell you all sorts of terrible things that are happening to people on a daily oh, basis. Gosh, that's what I'm talking but, about. Yes. But, um, I think this is one where people can, you know, there is so much in this story to be thankful for. At least, um, you know, 
as someone reading the story alone, I don't want to speak for the family, obviously, but um, I mean, it's there was, if not a happy ending, yeah, one that I'm sure it's happy. I just don't it happy is, is not the right is, word. Yeah, especially <laughs> so, yeah. I, I get what a you remarkably mean, successful ending to a terribly tragic uh, story, but that young girl is now in the hands of her family and. Um, people who are going to help her heal. So we yes. send all of our thoughts and prayers to the family of Charlotte Cena. Now, when we come back on our good friend, Mike over there, he's our producer. He has a wheel that he spins each and every day. And wherever that wheel stops after he spins it, will determine the game we're going to play. What? What? In oh. fact, we do a whole segment. It's called game show roulette. <laughs> and we're going to play the game when we come back right here on my talk. Keyword awareness. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. And Dawn. And we're here with a special deal just for you from our friends at Temu. That's T-E-M-U. It's a shopping app, and it's currently the number one downloaded shopping app in the Apple App Store in the U.S. Now, we have a special deal. Uh, You just download the Temu app, enter code T-E-M-U-2023 in the search bar for a coupon bundle worth at least $100 and free shipping. And Dawn... It really is super easy to, to do, right? It is. Watch our social media uh, coming up soon. for We will show you exactly how to do it, but it is really simple. Once you download the coupon bundle, you can choose how much money you're going to spend, and you will get like $10 off, $20 off. It just depends on what you spend. You pick the coupon. It attaches to your cart. Once you check out, the savings will be there. Again, download the app, Timu 2023 in the search bar. It's really that easy from our friends at Timu. Go shopping. Yes. Buy something. Halloween stuff. You got back to school clothes. Whatever. Timu. Let's go shopping, Dawn. Hey, my talk 107.1. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. This is the part where we get to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is indeed time for Game Show Roulette to spin the wheel, and whatever game show that wheel lands on, we play it today. There goes the wheel. And... Oh. Yeah! Come on down. down. There it is. See? That's the right one. Yes. You got it right. The price is right. (laughs) Nice. Yes, we are playing a little Price is Right today. And this one's kind of loosely tied to Price is Right. There's a Price is Right game called the Over-Under game. It's kind of similar to what we're doing here. So uh, I just call it that and play that theme song, even though it really has nothing to do with Price is Right. Today, we are going to be talking about... You're welcome. uh, We're going to be talking about something I think most people, in fact, according to the survey, Many, many, many people love pizza. Oh my god, I, I love, love pizza so surveys. Much. Ah, I was yes. almost brought you a pizza story. Ooh, really? Yeah, it was about breakfast. Oh, pizza. okay. Hopefully, you didn't read too much into that story. Uh, we got uh, no, uh, I some didn't details. actually. I wish I would have oh, now. Sure. We got some details here about this because uh, this was prepared months ago. Um, yeah, this, uh, sure. There's a there's a study out there about pizza, okay. and um, yeah. So what we're gonna do is play the over under game. What that means, you guys are gonna go back and forth answering what you think the answer to the question is, and then your opponent will either say over or under. If they're right, they get the point. If they're wrong, you get the point as the person who said it. Got it. It's very similar to what we do for uh, card sharks. Yeah, but that's what we're playing before we get started any guess on the perfect most ideal pizza according to minnesotans oh, oh minnesotans, minnesotans. You guys, minnesotans. Oh. don't let us down 
Uh, Peace curds? <laughs> Dill no. pickles? No. Um, is it the, just like pepperoni mushroom? The perfect Minnesota pizza, according to this survey, pepperoni is sausage? a circle-shaped pizza uh-huh. cut into squares, triangles, no. thin crust, tomato sauce topped with mozzarella, pepperoni, sausage <gasps> with Parmesan cheese. That's Parmesan right! Parmesan cheese. That is what the perfect pizza is, according to this survey. So, Who is this survey done by? Uh, it's a YouGov survey. Yeah, they, they don't know. No. questions. All right, so I'm going to flip a coin. Bradley, you call it this time. Heads! It is flipping, flipping, flipping. It's heads. So you're going to go first, all right? All right. Are you ready? You're going to set the line, basically, for this first one. Okay. So Ooh. we'll see how many we get through here. Thin crust is the most popular type of crust. Out of 100 people, how many prefer thin crust? Thin crust. And again, you're out of 100. Out of 100. Okay. So you're going to set it where you think it is, Bradley, and Don, you're going to say over or under. So, Bradley, out of 100 people, okay. how many said, um, and I will also remind you, it is the most popular type of crust. Okay. If it's the most popular type of crust, that means more than 50%, I would assume. But how much more? Just in- keep in mind that in surveys, I'm not giving you any hints, but in surveys, a lot of times there's a I don't know or I don't care option. Oh. So I would just remind you of that. Okay. There were more than Got two. It. So it might not be more than I'm just 50. Saying it could that be a plurality. Were, all I'm saying is there are more than two <laughs> answers that could have been given. Got it. I'll say okay. that. Okay. I'm going to say that... Uh, that uh well now you've thrown me off i'm just not i didn't want to influence Darn anything i just wanted Mike. to make sure you had all the information at hand i'm gonna Need say 56 people all right so 56 percent, 56 people is what you say don do you think it's over or under 56 again it's gonna, i think it's gonna be slightly over you think it's gonna be slightly over is it slightly over it is not. It's, it's actually under. 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 I kind of had a feeling 34. 39. Okay. So because I, when you said that it yeah. m- there's other answers, I thought, oh, I bet it's one of those where it's like 34, oh, 30 something. It was 39, 34, and then it was like 15 of, of another type, and then it was like, I don't know, and I don't care, yeah. something like that. So those people need to make a choice. <laughs> I agree. And they need to say, I'm sorry, you Especially have to when pick it's one. Pizza. Like, you can't say, I don't know or I don't care. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one. I agree. Yeah. But you know there's so, always those people, I don't care. Okay, well, don't Let's, be in the survey then. <laughs> exactly. Let's, no coupon for a free pan <laughs> pizza for you. No personal pan pizza coop. Let's jump to question number two. Don, you're going to answer this one. Out of 100 people, how many people say... They would serve pizza at their wedding. Oh. Do they either think it's appropriate or they basically say, I would serve pizza at my wedding? Out of 100 people, how many said they Is would? Is this in addition to whatever they have or you don't know? I don't know. Okay. Um, in addition the question to was cake. I would say. A buffet. I'd say 31. 31%. Bradley, do you think it's over or under 31%? How many out of 100 people say they would serve pizza at their wedding? I'm going to take the over, Bob. You're going to take the over. Is it over 31%? It is not. Dawn gets the point. It was 25. Very, very good line, Dawn. That was wonderful. 25% only? Yep. I guess because people think pizza is lazy or like easy or cheap or what, do you think? really sure maybe people read it messy and they, maybe people read it and they were thinking only for like the fancy dinner portion mm. whereas when i read that i think oh they're talking late night at the yeah, reception what we're also think about like people do personal yeah. pan pizza mm-hmm. for a wedding i'd be all in <laughs> let's go to the next one bradley again you're going to be setting the uh the line here on this one out of 100 people how many enjoy eating pizza 
with a side of ranch to oh, dip God. it in or on top. So ranch in addition oh. to your pizza. Ew. Out of 100 people, how many said, yeah, we doing that? Oh, I hope it's as many as uh, I think it is. I'm going to say 34. 34. Don, do you think it's higher or lower than 34 out of 100 people asked that they would enjoy some ranch to dip or top on top of their pizza? Mm, uh- Ranch or another dip? No, no, no. Just okay. ranch. Um, to either dip I think or it's put under. on top. You think it's under yeah. 34? Mm-hmm. Is it under 34? It is. Don gets the point. Uh, by the way, another fantastic line. Only 30. 30 is where okay, it was at. Okay, well, I wasn't that far. You, were, you did great, great, but Don did a little bit better getting to go under. All right, here we go. Don, we're going back over to you for this next question, our fourth one. Out of 100 people, how many say they either dislike or hate... Anchovies as a top of as a topper for pizza. Mm, so again, out of a hundred people, tough. how many said they either dislike or hate? Those were their two options. And then were there a bunch of I don't know? Well, so their options were I like it, I love it, I dislike it, I hate it, I don't know. So there were some I don't knows. Okay, but I'll say most people knew. Okay, most, <laughs> most people well, yeah, knew. Most, I people, most people haven't tried. Well, a lot you know? of people, yeah, a lot okay. of people knew. Uh, okay, um, I will say... Uh, ooh. Either dislike or hate. Okay, dislike or hate, I would say 69. 69, all right. Bradley, do you think it's higher or lower than 69 oh, out of 100 people who say they dislike be... or hate anchovies? I think it's almost going to be higher, Oof, but I don't know. Oh, am I an odds playing man? That, I'm that just going to go. Again. I hate that oh, tongue thing. Again. It's food. Okay, it's what food are you going to go with? It's a mouth noise. Over or under 69 <laughs> as far as disliking or hating anchovies. <laughs> we'll get through a couple more. If over. You're okay, you're going to go over. I over know 69. I should go under, but I'm going to go Ooh. over. Is it over 69? Hey. <laughs> Look at me losing another left and right. Opportunity, another great line set. Sixty-two is where okay. it was at. Okay. Sixty-two. You know, I do. I I used to be one of those people who's like anybody who tells you they like anchovies is just trying to like seem like they fancy or something, mm-hmm. but they don't even like them. But I I've actually had it on a pizza and it wasn't bad. It wasn't like I would never ask for it, but it wasn't horrible. We got two more to quickly get through here. And if you get both right, uh, Bradley, you can tie. Otherwise, Don's going to take it for today. Uh, uh, Bradley, you're going to set the line in this first one. Triangle slices are the norm. But how many people out of 100 prefer square slices on their pizza? That would be me. Need a quick response from you. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) say prefer squares. And I did give you the the idea, or gave you the extra info that triangle is the most popular. So I'm going to say 2032. 2032. No, 2032. 32. 32. Don, do you think it's higher or lower than 32? Mind you, if you get this right, you're our winner today. Um, I will say it is. This is tough. Higher. You're going to go higher. Is it higher than 32? It is not. It was lower. That means it what? is 3 to 2. 15. Oh my God, I could Only 15%. It up. Oh, 15. Only 15. You guys, there's a small. I love. Yeah, that's what I do. I like the little appetizer corner piece. Yeah. We've got to get to this one here because it's an opportunity (laughs) to tie or win. Here we go. What percentage of people say they will only eat their pizza with a fork and knife? Don. 
Dawn's answering this one. Oh, what okay. percentage of people say they will only eat it with a fork and knife? Go ahead and set 18. that line. 18. Bradley, do you think it's higher or lower than 18? Lower. You think it's lower than 18? It is lower than 18. <gasps> it is 11%. Oh. So we are all tied up at 3-3, three, three, and there's That's only fun. five seconds left. So it's a tie game. Congratulations to both of you. You both get to hear the... Let's celebrate with a piece of pizza. Yes, absolutely. Mike, thank you so much for another fabulous game. Yeah, Dawn, thank you. you're going to be gone for a few days. I am. Do you want to tell us why? Is, uh, because everybody deserves time off okay. in their life. <laughs> Good. You know? well, and I, fall is beautiful time to go. I someplace. can't wait to hear all about your few days off. Enjoy the rest of the week. Dear listeners, we've got uh, three days packed full of fun. Keyword awareness. My talkers, Bradley here. And Dawn. And we're here with a special deal just for you from our friends at Timu. That's T-E-M-U. It's a shopping app, and it's currently the number one downloaded shopping app in the Apple App Store in the U.S. Now, we have a special deal. Uh, you just download the Timu app, enter code T-E-M-U-2023 in the search bar for a coupon bundle worth at least $100 and free shipping. And Dawn, it really is super easy to, to do, right? It is. Watch our social media uh, coming up soon. for We will show you exactly how to do it. But it is really simple. Once you download the coupon bundle, you can choose how much money you're going to spend. And you will get like $10 off, $20 off. It just depends on what you spend. You pick the coupon. It attaches to your cart. Once you check out, the savings will be there. Again, download the app, Timu2023 in the search bar. It's really that easy from our friends at Timu. Go shopping. Buy something. Halloween stuff. You got back to school clothes. Whatever. Timu. Let's go shopping.